afternoon and happy Sunday. I am coming on to um, continue what I've been doing here. I've been doing a review out of the book um, Crushed by uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Uh, this one is going into chapter 7. Uh, I've been giving my take on each one. I've been sharing parts of the book. I've been giving my own um, thoughts on it as well and we're just going to keep that going okay so we're in chapter seven now and the title of chapter seven in the book says let's make wine now if you've been following along a lot of um what td jakes shares on it relates back to the making of wine and so what i wanted to do today is just to give you a little bit of background on the process of making wine that I found, okay? So it says, wine making generally requires a few basic pieces of equipment. A formation vessel holds the brew while it's fermenting and it's capped with a waterlock. The waterlock allows the CO2 produced by the yeast to escape but prevents contamination from getting in and spoiling the wine. Think of it as a one-way valve that helps prevent pressure buildup. Next, a siphon is used to move the wine from one container to another and to bottle the wine. Wine isn't just poured out because then all the sediment at the bottom of a brew would come too. A siphon allows you to move the brew out and leave the sediment behind. Now, once I was reading that, it went, it took me to, you know, just different parts of the book that I've been sharing with you guys. And you know, the title is called Crushing. You know, so in the process of us being crushed by our Heavenly Father, He wants to take away those things that don't belong. The things that we cannot take with us on our next steps and our next journey as our next, um, uh, what's the word what's the word uh, our next level okay so we're going to have to be crushed so sharing that hopefully it gives you a little bit more understanding on why the, pro the pro uh, process of crushing is so important you know while it hurts you know for us to go through those those um the times we've been crushed it's necessary it's necessary for us to advance. It's necessary for us to elevate. It's necessary for God to continue his great work in us. Okay, so let's get into some of the stuff in the book. Uh, there's a um, quote that is in here and it says, no one thinks of how much blood it cost. And I'm sharing with that with you now, but just hold on to that and we'll get into further um, speaking on that a little bit later on. Okay, and this is um, something that um, was shared in the book, and I, I'm pretty sure a lot of us can relate to it. And it says, this is the end, you will lose it all. Now, it may not have come at those same exact words, but I know some of us have uh, had those thoughts in our mind, like, okay, this is like the worst I've been, the worst situation that I've been in, this is like one of the worst things I've had to experience. This is one of the worst things that I had to deal with. You know, I've lost this, I've lost that. And while in that time, it may seem like that, but we have to remember there are countless, countless stories in the Bible 
on where we can look upon and see, you know, as we're beginning to read the scripture, why it looks like it's the end for somebody, they still come out on the other, on the other side. So we have to remember that just like those people in the Bible, they had, you know, countless times on where it seemed like it was the end for them. There was no coming back, but you know, God always steps in and makes it right. Okay. So while we're going through our crushing times, we have to remember it's not a setup. It's not something that is designed to take us out. You know, and we can go back to the book of Job. And I will share this scripture as it's shared in the book as well. Job 13 through uh, 13, 15. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Okay, a lot of us have done it. You know, when we were going through those trying times, when we're going through those crushing moments, you know, we will begin to ask ourselves, okay, why am I doing this? Why am I following God? And I'm always... Uh, dealing with something you know I thought when I came to be a Christian that everything was gonna be nice everything was gonna be a bed of roses you know everything was gonna be laid out perfectly and that's not the case that is not the case you know we can look at the story of Jesus everything that he had to go through you know he his end result you know was him going on that cross you know he had to do that to get to sit on the right hand side of our father that's you know he had to do that that's something that he had to do he could not go around it you know a lot of us we try to uh go around a situation you know me i like to think things that okay if i go this way if i do this if i do that you know how how different is it going to end up you know I, that's how i am you know but there's some situations you can't be like that it's just going to be some things that you're going to have to go through you're going to have to experience it you know, once you get through it, while it was a bad time, guess what? You can look back and say, okay, I've made it through this. You know, so when we make make it through something, we can help somebody else go through. You know, and that's a, a, another thing. You know, our um, crushing moments don't have to be so hard for us if we have more people, like, sharing their testimony, sharing their their story of going through that process you know it's like we always think we're the only one that's dealing with something there are countless other people that are going through things they just won't share it you know and it's like how can you not share with others you know it's like we think we're, someone's gonna look at us like oh you had to go through that well I thought you were all of this and all of that you can't think about stuff like that you can't think of how others are going to think about you while we're human and while that's some of sometimes our thought process we have to get out of that mindset of thinking okay if I shared that I was this or if I shared I was that you know a lot of people and it's like when people look at you and you've been crushed you, you you're a new creation in God it's like you don't want to rehash old stuff like oh I don't want nobody to know that I was like this I have no problem telling people I used to be an alcoholic. I used to love to drink. Okay, but now you can't look at me and see that. You know, and it's like, I should be able to tell people that and encourage them. Okay, if you're an alcoholic, you can get out of that um, mindset. You know, if you're going through something and you think that you opening a bottle and pouring that liquid into a cup is going to help you get through that, I'm here to tell you it will not help you. Okay, it's going to take you further down into the ditch. That's what's going to happen. You know, so 
all of us have things that we've uh, been through that we have been addicted to you know and if we get outside of ourselves and stop um, thinking that other people are going to judge us or look at us differently I for one don't care about any of that you know because I know that's not who I am now you know and I you know I tell people what I've experienced and what I've done uh, in my life so it helps somebody else you know because you never know what anyone else is going through unless you open your mouth you know we're you can't um, be like other people that just want to keep it behind closed doors, okay? You got to let that stuff out help somebody else. Okay, so let's go back into the book and I'll share this. It says, I didn't know that I was being crushed, that I was in a process ordained by the master, that there was a purpose behind it all. The pressure God was applying to me was forcing my blood, sweat, and tears into the vision he had given me in order to give life to my future. You know, um, reading that and thinking about that, you know, you're, to get to a certain level, you're going to have to go through some different stages. Okay, we think that we can keep the same uh, mindset, we can keep the same type of focus. You know, when God is trying to take you to another level, you know, he needs you to let go of some things. And, you know, I, I, through these um, uh, reviews and me sharing with you guys about different things, it always goes back to, um, you know, having to get rid of stuff. You're going to have to get rid of some of the stuff that you are uh, used to having. You know, you're used to saying certain words. You're used to doing certain things. You're used to being around certain people. A lot of that stuff can't go with you in your, into your next level. You know, it's like um, you have to be renewed. You have to think differently. You have to do things differently. It's like, how can you get to this level if you still don't know how to act around people? How can you get to this level if you still don't know how to uh, approach someone and say, hey, you look nice today. Or, hey, I like what you're wearing today. It's like you have to be able to compliment people. You have to be able to encourage people. You have to be able to love people. And if you don't have that mindset yet, then you can't get to that next level. You know, because we're not here for our own purpose. We're not here for our own uh, desires and our own wants. You know, we were created by God for a special purpose. And oh, he knows that purpose. You know, he knows why we're here. He's trying to get us to that place where we can see and believe it and walk into that. So that's why crushing is going to be necessary. Okay. <clears throat> and it says, um... People you thought you knew will disappoint you, fail you, and betray you. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, but you can't let what other people do determine how you're going to respond to it. You can't um, allow that to um, control your day, okay? Because a lot of us get thrown off by how someone else is, you know, treating us and how someone else is talking to us. We still have to know and believe that we are connected to the one true and living God. Okay, and we have to have complete faith in him. We can't let outside distractions get the best of us and get off, get us off track. Okay, so it says in this crushing process, the enemy of your soul will send obstacles your way in order to convince you to abandon what God is doing in your life. Okay, so a lot of times it takes us a minute because it took me a minute to finally realize what it is that I was created to do. You know, even when I found out and I when I realized what it was, I'm like, oh, okay. It still took me 
are meant to get used to it, you know, because it's always going to be something that's bigger than who we are. You know, it's always going to, you know, take us up a couple notches. Like, okay, I, I like being in the background, but if you're calling me to go out here in front of people, like, okay, it's going to take me some time to get there. But, you know, give me that time. Give me um, what I need to go for, you know, and that required some crushing. It required some crushing in my life and that it, 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 it wasn't all good. It was not all good, you know, because we get stuck in our ways. We like doing things a certain way. We like, you know, to be in our comfort zone. We don't like to go outside that most of the time. And especially when it's, you know, um, so big and so astronomical. It's like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I, I know I prayed this prayer now, but look, you need to give me some time to get to, you know, get this focus. And I, I need to see the big picture. And all the time, we're not going to see the big picture. You know, God doesn't give us everything. He gives us bits and pieces. Well, I know how that's how he does with me. He'll give me some bits and pieces sometimes. And sometimes I'll get the whole picture. Like, okay, I know what I got to do now. You know, but sometimes it's not going to be like that. So we have to do what we have to do to be prepared for that process. Okay, and part of that process is to be, is to be crushed. Okay, um, let me see what else I want to share. Okay, I want to share this. It says, before you allow anybody, hey, nope, go back. Before you follow anybody and allow them to pour into you, ask them to show you their souls. And that's, he's talking about the soles of their shoes, okay? Because you cannot be a savior or a successful person and not have bloody feet, okay? Doing, uh, I'm going to say doing now. Being called by God is going to require you to do some work. Okay. You are going to um, have to be prepared. Um, is that how I want to share it? No, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to bring this about. Okay. You're going to get your marching orders. We'll do that. Okay, marching and shoes and all that, that goes in line, right? Okay, so you're going to get some marching orders. Every time you get your marching orders, it may not be something you want to do, okay? But if you are truly in this for the right reasons and you want to do what God has called you to do, you are going to have some marching orders that are, that are, is going to require some footwork, Okay? You are going to have to get out there and do and be and see, okay? You're going to see some things. You're going to, have to do some things, and you're going to have to go for it, okay? So if someone is speaking into your life, if someone is telling you that, okay, maybe this isn't the right way to go, or maybe this is the way you should go, look at what they've done, okay? Look at where they have been. Okay, if they're not sharing any of their journey, then it's most likely they haven't went anywhere and they don't want you to know that they haven't been anywhere. Okay, if people have tell you, you know, I got knocked down these many times, but I got back up. If, so, if someone says, you know, I got smacked on this side and I got smacked on that side, but I still got up. You know, they have, you, they have to give you something. Okay, if they're going to tell you what you should be doing and they haven't done it and they're not doing it, then you probably want to step back. Okay, you can't allow everybody to um, speak into your life. 
You can't allow everybody to tell you what God has told you to do. Because this is the thing. God will speak to you yourself. Okay? It's not every single time he's going to go and tell somebody to tell you something you haven't already heard from him yet. Now, if he's going to give you something that if you're not listening, if you're not um, making any lead way, then yes, you'll get confirmation from somebody else. Okay? So you don't want to be... Um, taking stuff from people who haven't already done something or doing something okay if that makes sense hopefully it makes sense um let's see okay i'll share this it says the process of developing excellence is never microwaved and the transformation in which god has us requires staying power are you willing to stay in the midst of the pain are you willing to sacrifice the time it takes to be your best? Will you sacrifice what is good in your life in order to achieve the greatness latent within you? Those are questions that all of us have to answer. We have to. You know, are you willing to stand amidst of pain? Some of us don't like pain. Some of us don't like to be hurt. You know, so we will turn away. We will shut the door. We will turn off the lights and it's over with. It's a wrap. We're not doing it anymore. Okay. There, then there are some of us who like, okay, I, 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 while I don't like pain, I've been through similar. I've been through this before. I'm going to keep on going because I want to see what's on the other side. You know, it, it, it hurts. Okay. I don't like to be cut. I don't like to bleed. Okay. But let me just banish this thing up and keep on going. Okay. Um, the next one. Are you willing to sacrifice the time it takes to be your best? Okay. We have to be effective with our time management. Okay. If we know that we have been given our marching orders, we're going to have to adjust our schedules. Okay. We're going to have to figure out, okay, between these hours, between six and nine, I have to do this. Between nine and 12, I have to do this. Between 12 and three, I have to do this. Okay, and this is the thing. If you're working a uh, nine to five job, you're gonna have to go to that job and still get in the other things that you have to do for God. Okay, we can't be out there working an eight hour job or a 10 hour job. Some of us, you know, we go to work 10 hours a day and we're off those other three days. We have to be effective with our time management still. Okay, because yes, we have, other responsibilities but our, our main responsibility is always going to be God so we're going to have to find time to put his stuff in there as well it's not only his stuff it's our stuff you know because we are one with him so we're going to have to figure out how we're going to get in uh, those things that he has called us to do as well okay so we can be effective in whatever our marching orders are so that was the next question are you willing to sacrifice the time it takes to be your best because some of us when we get off work we're ready to go and do what we want to do we want to get our hair done we're going to get our nails and we're going to get our feet done we're going to go shopping okay how are you saying you're called okay by god he's giving you this assignment he's giving you your marching orders but you aren't finding the time to actually do any of those things okay so that's the next question you want to think on the other question it says Will you sacrifice what is good in your life in order to achieve the greatness latent within you? Okay, we're all gonna have to sacrifice. That's a requirement. Jesus gave the ultimate sacrifice. He gave his life, okay? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to let go of? You know, a lot of us 
don't fast because we don't want to give up food. You like, I like, you know, what I be eating. I like my pizza. I like my wings. I like this, you know. I'm not giving none of that stuff up. If you knew what comes out of fasting and sacrifice, look, look, okay? You would be doing it all the time. If you do it one time, I'm telling you, do it one time. Give up some of that stuff. Give it up, okay? Because look, chicken is always here, okay? Pizza always gonna be here, okay? A lot of people I know, um, they're like, they don't think they're alcoholics, but they love to drink. They give up their wines and stuff, and they, they beers and whatever. They give that stuff up, okay? And a lot of the time, once they do it that one time, they're not going back because they, they see um, what the good stuff that comes out of doing that. You know, you sacrifice, you give up that stuff, it's going to be a, a good result. You're going to get good results. You're going to lose some weight, okay? Your mind is going to change, your body is going to change, and you'll just be like, you'll feel like a new person. I'm telling you, once your body is free from stuff that it really doesn't need anyways and you can see that it can still fully process without all that stuff that you think you need you don't need fried chicken okay you don't need kfc you don't need popeyes you don't need all that stuff you can give up that stuff okay and you don't have to do the full i know a lot of churches they do the 21 day fast a lot of us can't do that okay a lot of us are on medications that we need that we have to take every single day so we can't do all that kind of stuff our bodies won't you know won't act right if we do all that kind of stuff so find other things you know you can't do the 21 days do it for seven okay do it for 14 days okay add in some other stuff what other stuff that that you feel that you just need that you need to get rid of and so you could see how better your life will get okay a lot of people give up certain types of music if you get up every morning, you're on your way to work and you're always listening to R&B and hip hop, give that mess up. Change it to some gospel. You know, listen to some gospel music. Some of that gospel music will get you pumped up and amped up too. You don't need all that that uh, rap and hip hop and R&B to get you pumped up and ready to go into your job. There's other musics, okay? Give up that stuff that you know you really don't need, okay? Make the sacrifice, okay? incorporate some other things that you're not used to doing you know if you um like to read all the time but you just don't have enough time to do it instead of listening to that music on the way to work put in a, a audible you know a, a book where it's being read to you as you drive you know me i have a, a for like a 45 minute hour drive to work so i incorporate positive stuff during that time me, I love the gospel music. You know, it does. that's my praise and worship every single morning. Okay, so I do that. And I notice how my day is if I started out right. Okay, so find some things that you can sacrifice. It says, will you sacrifice what is good in your life in order to achieve the greatness latent within you? I'm telling you, I am telling you. Okay, I am a witness to this. Take out some of that junk and incorporate it with some good stuff it's a sacrifice you know many people might not look at it as that but yeah you have been um incorporating this into your day for how many days how many weeks your your mind your body has gotten used to it so take that stuff away 
that's a sacrifice because you have been like programming yourself like well I need this to get to work to be able to deal with certain people I need to pump myself up do some other stuff okay make the sacrifice okay uh let me see I will share this oh well I got a lot of other stuff I want to share okay so this is out of the book as well then Jesus took the cup of wine. I'm told that at Passover, there was usually four cups used to represent different aspects of the historical remembrance and said, drink from it, all of you. This is a blood. Where am I at? This is the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Matthew 26, 27 through 28. If the bread becoming the body of Christ was a stretch, then the wine becoming the blood of Christ must have really blown their minds. After seeing him walk on water, heal the sick, and raise the dead, with him standing right there in their midst. Excuse me. What in the world was Jesus talking about? Bread and wine? Body and blood? Certainly with wine and blood, there is a similarity in appearance, if not consistency. But beyond the deep red color for their master to say that the fermented fruit of the vine was his actual blood, the blood that was about to be shed so that all sins could be forgiven, it was un unimaginable. And yet, wine is indeed blood, the blood of the vine, the essence, the juice of the fruit crushed for its creation. From Passover to that first commun communion, we find the tipping point of our salvation in that upper room. The price was about to be paid on the cross for the wine we continue to drink, just as we eat the bread, commemorating the broken body and bloodshed of our Lord. And it's no surprise, the price was everything. Okay, so there they're talking about um, wine being, you know, representing the blood. To get wine, it has to be crushed, okay? The process starts with crushing, okay? For Jesus' blood to be shed, he had to be crushed, okay? Those nails had to be crushed into him to produce his blood in coming out, okay? So our crushing isn't going to be anything short of that, okay? It's going to feel like our bones are being crushed. It's going to be feel like there's blood dripping from our our um limbs, okay? It's going to some of some of those times when you're being crushed, it's going to feel like that because we all have some stuff that is just that um oh boy what's the word oh i don't know which word it is but it, it feels like something is being like um pulled out of you okay so that represents a crushing it's going to physically feel like someone is just like crushing down on you for some of us okay i don't know what all of us deal with you know all of us deal with different things but some of our processes is going to feel like that okay and it says here in the book as well it says the lord endured his own painful process to grow us into something that will become what he already is okay christ is a person gathering the grapes of our lives having to reach between our branches to obtain them and risk getting pricked and bruised by our, by our thorns we use to protect ourselves. Simultaneously, he is a person who treads the grapes in the press, 
getting his feet scarred in the process. Looking at Christ, we should see that he is making wine out of us in his own bruised places because it's in the crushing vats that the wine of the grapes and the blood of his feet are mixed. You might grasp a small understanding of your own pain in the moments of crushing, but have you ever stopped to think about and appreciate what it costs God to see you through the process, the protection that's required to keep you safe, and the provision you need in order to keep growing and evolving. Okay, so I want to share a little bit on that, the second part that I shared. It says you might grasp a small understanding of your own pain in the moments of crushing, but have, have you ever stopped to think about and appreciate what it costs God to see you through the process, the protection that's required to keep you safe, and the provision you need in order to keep growing and evolving? I say that again because... These are the times, okay? These are the times when the, the enemy is going to come at you most, okay? He did it to Jesus. He's going to do it to us, okay? We are being crushed. We are going through our own process of um, um, doing away with certain things. So many of us are going to be weak, okay? When we fast, if we fast the right way, we're going to be weak because we're used to certain things and we're sacrificing those things for us to get to a new point, a new level, you know, a new way of doing things. We're going to be weak. You know, so the enemy, he's going to come in at those times like a roaring lion. Okay. He's going to come in because he thinks he got you where he wants you. Okay. But God is there to put up that hedge fence of protection. Okay. That is something that, that he does just because he is our father. He wants to keep us protected. Okay. He he's taking us through this crushing time. Okay. This crushing season. But in order for us to get on the other side, we have to go through some things. And guess what? He has to protect us. Okay. While we're going through those things, he has to protect us from going through anything else or anything more that's going to come in and distract us. That's going to come in and get us off course. That's going to come in, you know, and try to whisper in our ear like, oh, this is the end. You know, it, it's all falling apart. You can barely stand up right now. I know you're weak. I know you want that fried chicken. I know you want that candy bar. I know you want that soda. He's going to come in and do that stuff. But guess what? While that hedge fence of protection is up, okay, yeah, he may be able to, you know, to say something over the, um, you know, over the top of the fence. But we have to know, we have to believe that God is still there, okay? He's still there. He's He's already shown you that Jesus has got through to the other side, okay? He's already show you, shown you it can be done, okay? Yes, while you're weak, okay, you may be tempted, Okay, you may have some distractions. Okay, you may get off course, but guess what? God is still there. Okay, the, the, the Bible tells us that. And in this excerpt from out this book tells us that. Okay, the protection that's required to keep you safe and the provision that you need in order to keep growing and evolving. God is there. Okay, God is there. He doesn't want to see us fall. He doesn't want to see us get off track. He doesn't want to see us allow the enemy in and, you know, just mess us all up. Okay, he's there. He's giving us the word. Okay, he sent his only begotten son to let us know what can be done. You know, 
and we saw when Jesus is when Jesus fasted okay he was weak anybody would 40 days and 40 nights come on but he still backed the enemy up okay he still put him in his place we can do it okay we can do it let me show you this uh, in the Bible I'm not Bible I'm sorry in the book and it says it's the same between God and you for wherever you are for whenever you are developing people you bleed like a messiah because you can't help others without getting stained feet and cut hands it costs you something to make a different a difference in anyone's life why then would you think we're the only ones receiving and paying the invoices for our transition after all we entered into this transaction with insufficient funds requiring the masters to do for us what we could not do for ourselves okay so we have to remember that we're going through this crushing process but guess what yes it was set up by god okay yes he designed it to, to crush us and to get rid of some things but he's still right there with you we have to remember that like he's not just doing this just because he's doing it for a, a, a purpose okay and that's to get us to our next level so um let's see Okay, like a seed, greatness lives inside you, but it must be cultivated as he guides you through the various seasons of change. And it's in the changes of life that the costliest transactions take place. Okay? We can, it can't all be good times. It can't all be a bed of roses. Okay? So if someone has told you that, you know, when you give your life to God, it's going to be all peaches and cream. It's not okay you'll have a few roses here and there but it's not going to be like that all the time you have he wants to advance you you know yes you've given your life to him yes you said i'm going to do this yes you said i'm going to do that but guess what it requires some stuff from us too okay it requires us to be crushed it requires us to give up some things it requires us to give up some people because everybody is not going to allow you to stay on the path that god has placed you on there's going to be some people that's in your ear telling you, oh, no, you don't need to do that. Oh, no, you don't need to do this. Okay, so those type of people, you're going to have to get get away from them. You're going to have to be crushed because everybody don't want to give up people that they had in their lives for years and years. Okay? Some of us don't want to do that. But if you are um, walking with God and you want to go to whatever level he's trying to take you to, you're going to have to give up some things. You're going to have to do some sacrificing. Okay? So I'll share this and I'll be done. You're being crushed right now, but there is something in you that will survive. Let's make wine, okay? And this is out of the book, Crushing. Um, and it says this as well. My story is no different from what God is doing in your life. For everything you've lost, for all that's been trampled, let's make wine. For every scar on your body and every fracture in your heart, let's make wine. For every lost relationship and broken promise, let's make wine. For every stolen dollar and wasted opportunity, let's make wine. For every tear shed and every pain suffered, God is at work in your life. Let's make wine. Okay, so that is chapter 7 out of uh, Bishop T.D. Jake's new book, Crushing. That chapter is called Let's Make Wine. Uh, the title of this podcast, I don't believe I shared it in the beginning, but it is this. It's beginning to come together. Okay, we're at chapter 7, and it's beginning to come together. Okay, we're beginning to see everything that ties into being crushed. Okay, 
Uh, this book has shit a lot. I've shared my thoughts on a lot of this stuff. I've shared stuff out of my own life. Okay, my own crushing times, my own crushing seasons. And I'm going through one now. But I get out here um, once I get done with these chapters and I give you guys what I've read. I share some of the book with you guys. Um, and it's all for a reason. It's to get you to understand that, yes, we're going to be crushed. I'm being crushed. Jesus was crushed. Okay, T.D. Jakes was crushed. Look. We can do this. We can make it through on the other side. Jesus got through it. Okay. Yes, it's going to hurt. Yes, some of us are going to believe. Some of us are going to get some broken bones during this process. Okay. We're going to get some broken hearts. Okay. A lot of stuff is going to have to be broken. You know, we have to realize that we're here for a purpose. Okay. And getting to that purpose, we're going to have to be crushed. Okay. We cannot take old things into into new territory okay we just can't do it so yeah um we're gonna be crushed okay and if you haven't read this book yet it's a good investment um i hope you guys will continue to listen to these podcasts you know we got i believe eight more chapters to go so i just know it's gonna get better because it's you know it's already been good so i just know it's gonna get better uh but thank you for listening And I will be talking to you guys soon.